Sliced Apples Podcast with Alex and David. New mic. Who's this? Who yeah, is? Yeah, seriously. Well, um, not for told me, the whole but... story, and then you started the recording, so I was kind of surprised. I figured you would start halfway through that. Well... It was, it, problem was, it was halfway through. If I could, like, go back in time, I would have, like, started it and then got the whole thing. But, like, I was just like, I don't know. It's kind of halfway through. But that's, like, 2020. Hindsight's 2020. At the time, it probably could have ended in a few more words. And that's then true. I started, and it's, like, an awkward starting because it's, like, the last words. Like, what if you're saying, like, but now? And... Th- and stopped and then all the two fans that'd be a horrible way to end the story is but now no i got a new microphone because i we did the the last episode that david and i did together it was horrible like for you because we had to cut it so many times right like that was every other time and then i did it was at the very end thankfully literally at the very end and then i had the episode with brett and topher and Brett, you know, has his issues with whatever goes on with his computer. I don't know what it is, but for whatever reason, it oh my God. has almost like that. a pretty succinct time schedule of, okay, this is when it's going to cut out. And then you had my microphone that, you know, I'm sure the two fans listen to is, you know, not great. So I just decided, I was like, I, I need a new microphone. I have to, I have to pull the trigger. That last one I had was, man, probably... I, like I was telling you, probably 10, 10, 12 years old. Like it was one of the very, yeah, I mean, I bought it. I, I take that back. It might've been more like nine, nine years old. I bought it when I went to, went to college, nine or 10 years old, probably is around that time. So it's, I mean, it's an old mic and I bought the same exact one, just a newer model. I love it. I think it's, I think it's the best mic you can get for, for a budget. Um, Yeti blue for anybody who's, who's, curious i i think they're it's great quality yeah it r.i.p yeah out, seriously man went out a real one it did it fought it fought till it fought till the very end and i'm just happy that you know i don't have to worry about it anymore because it was it was beyond just doing the podcast it was like i mean phone calls and things like that that i was on it was just it had reached its time i couldn't i couldn't keep dealing with it um but yeah here we are back again Playoff time, also. It's playoff time. Got it just in time for playoffs. It's not only playoff time for NBA and NHL. It's playoff time for all the husbands out there, a.k.a. me. Okay. Yes. I realized yesterday with this insane playoff schedule, I'm talking about there's from 7 7 p.m. on, there's four... NHL playoff games, and then there's yesterday there was only two, but starting now there's three NBA playoff games, and I was like, I gotta, I gotta bust some ass because I want to see as much playoffs of all of it as I can. But you know, a few months ago I did take some vows <laughs> to be like. A good husband and all that. 
you know, sometimes things need to get done and I need to fulfill my husbandly duties. Um, and yesterday I realized I was like, it's not, it's, it's playoff time for me too. I need to kick it to another gear. I can't be regular season husband because these are some playoff games going on. And TBH, I don't so know who what I, I got to interrupt you. What, what is, what, what is a playoff husband? Like, what does that mean? What do you do differently that you wouldn't do in the off season? I guess. Well, well, the speed, the speed of the game just changes. Uh, you gotta, right. it's faster. It moves a lot faster. You gotta move faster. Um, right. if you're going to catch these, catch these playoff games. Cause I, I can't, at least for the beginning of like the slate of the games that start at seven, um, I can't, I can't just go sit on the couch and. Is know. this a part of why you talk to me about, you know, cutting some of the fat off of the podcast? Essentially, is that? Oh no, it's just, it, it's is just this, in general. Is this a part of playoff husband sort of role? Is that you're also trimming time on the podcast? Well, I, I, look, I'm trying to be more efficient with my time. Okay, and that's <laughs> that's, uh, I, I've realized, uh, I'm very inefficient sometimes. Oh, and... is that right? Okay, maybe all the time. I'm very. I mean, I, am just, so... I mean, let's just talk about. I mean, when you're going to the restroom, I feel like that is your peak level of inefficiency is when you are in the restroom. Because I swear, you text me every time before we get on the podcast. I'm just take a shit and then I'll be right on. I'm I'm not shitting you. Like 15, 20 minutes later, you get on. Like I don't understand what you do, but I feel like if you're gonna cut fat anywhere, you gotta cut it there. Hey, I did I did good today because I told you four thirty. At first, I was gonna tell you four thirty, but then I realized I'm gonna have to get home and I'm gonna have to take take a dump real quick. Yeah, so, so that's why I told you four forty five, and I was yeah. I was on it. I was like, good. see, little little things, little adjustments here and there. Like you know, you got to the playoffs. You 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 did well in the regular season. You just need to make those fine tune adjustments to be successful. And so yeah, you piece it all together in clutch time. That's the most important. Yes, thing. exactly. So, so I can't just have the dishes piling up or the dog's not fed and I'm just sitting on the couch watching playoffs. And, you know, so I, I got to pick up the speed. I got to. What, what about efficient. doing those activities while. Exactly. Uh, and doing zing. You got to. All right. Task, you got to. You got to be like, okay, what can I do while I'm watching the games? Like folding laundry. I, I could do that all day because I could watch the games. Boom, fold laundry. Ain't no biggie. I'm sitting on the couch folding laundry. But there's certain things that you can't just sit on the couch and multitask while, like, I guess when I do the dishes, just the way our partner's uh. set up. Don't have the open concept with the TV. Oh, no. uh, hate to no. hear it. I know, dude. It's it's tough. It's very tough. So I try to get that done. I try to get things like that done before game the game start. You know, I'm just yesterday I took it to another level. I I don't know who I was. I even partially cooked dinner. I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> partially. Was it like some well, of it was raw, or how did that work? Par- partially, as in like I did part of the work, and then Mia finished it off. Ah, okay. I sounded like you had started it and then did not complete it, but that makes more sense. Very yeah, nice. But... You are you are fulfilling the playoff husband role. I mean, I'm assuming there's multiple rounds of this. 
Oh but, yes, I, I, I mean, I, I game one was successful yesterday. Game okay, one, blew, blew it out of the park. Game how many, two how many games should we expect out of you? Um, I mean, let's. I mean, let. I mean, every day. Well, forty-eight every night is gonna be tough. I know, dude. I, I got to look twenty eighteen LeBron. This, bro. I got to. It's the only way to make it happen. I want to see as much, as much playoff action as I can. And honestly, it, it's funny because NBA playoffs, yeah, it's cool. Like I'm, I'm watching it, but that's like, I'm so much more like the hockey playoffs is so much more intriguing to me, at least in this first round, um, than the NBA. Maybe once the NBA gets into the semifinals, then like, okay, yeah, that will start ooh, revving up a little bit. I'm like, right now, ooh. it's pretty good. I, I mean, it is pretty good. I, I mean, it is pretty good. It's just the hockey matchups are a little bit better in this first round. So that's why it's just a little bit. And so it's all right. I got multiple screens. You know, I got the iPad, the laptop, you know, I'm watching as much as I can, man. Um, Including freaking Golden State, Sacramento last night. Yeah. Speaking of, I mean, teams that are surprising, at least to us. Yeah. At least to us. Um, number three seed, bro. But, but wasn't but what wasn't surprising was Draymond once again, causing causing controversy throughout the league and the media and whatnot. Um, fourth quarter got ejected for stomping on uh, Demontis Savonis. I I just. I just wanted to ask you, what are your? I've seen so many like both sides throughout the day today, but uh, what what I was interested to I, hear. What are I, your thoughts, and what are your thoughts on whether he should be suspended or not? Okay, yeah, I um, I haven't watched anything on this actually. I watched it live. I did. I did watch him do said stomping live. Well, that's good because then you don't have any. Uh, oh, exactly. Anyway. And I don't know. Did it, it kind of felt like a WWE kind kind of moment because like the stomp itself, like he didn't like curb stomp him. Like there was no like lifting of the leg, and he like stomped on him. It was more like he like Sabonis was holding his leg, and then like he lifted it onto Sabonis to like step on him as he walked over, and then like realized like he was still holding on, so he couldn't like walk anymore. So he just made like kind of a show out of it. And Sabonis like lay on the ground for 10 minutes. Like I know Draymond's what, like probably 240, 250. I mean, he's he's a big man. But at the same time, it's it, it was just funny to watch him. It was a real WWE moment where I was like, okay, like I know he didn't break a rib. Like, what are we doing? Like kind of laying on the floor for this long. Like I, I'm all for like taking a rest and whatever, but I just felt like that was a bit excessive. I don't know. Could have been really painful. I don't know. Not going to judge the man. Just saying. Felt like a WWE moment just based on like how Draymond did the step. And then like Sabonis kind of laying there. Um, I would say like, I don't think he needs to be suspended because I mean, how many, how many uh, technicals does he have this season? Does he have, has that been a part of the argument? Is I that mean, he has enough technicals to surpass that amount? You know how no. last year he had that issue where it was like, if he gets another technical foul, he gets suspended for one game. It was like he yeah. had carried. It was like fifty throughout the season or some shit like that. It was ridiculous. 
Um, so, it wasn't so, actually 50, but it was a ridiculous number. The thing is, uh, he was called flagrant too. I think the tech went to Sabonis for okay, just but that's holding. like that's the ones that you accrue over the course of the season, right? And then tech, you get, techs, yes. I don't yeah. know about. I don't think flagrants really because flagrant too, you get thrown out of the yeah, game. Yeah, I don't so. think you accrue flagrants. So if that, you just accrue uh, game the stat of games thrown out of. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I'd have so to, I think. I'd have... So I think. So I think uh, suspension is purely based off of, like what he did. The the, the shenanigans essentially. Yeah. Um, and of course, King's doing all the right things. Like, oh, we're gonna have to get some bonus uh, MRIs and testing, you know, on his ribs and whatnot. Yeah, cause... I, I'm thinking you play the game. Sure. I, I don't know. Like, if 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 that technical foul conversation is in play, then. My opinion is kind of nulled, but I'm going to assume that the tech technical fouls aren't. And that's like why there isn't really a push. Cause I know that that was kind of something in the background of last year, maybe it was the year before that he had going into the playoffs. Anyway, I don't think he deserves to be suspended. I think it's just a, like a, like why was he holding his leg? You know, like, and then why did he hold it for long enough for him to like, then stomp on you? That, that's my opinion is you're laying there on the ground and like he's clearly going to step over you. Like you clearly know that he's going to do this. So you hold on to his leg to the point where he then like puts his foot on you. And you're, to my understanding, I have to pull up the clip again, but I think he was still holding on to the foot. And it's like, bro, like at a certain point, like you're literally getting stepped on. Like, what are you doing? Like, move. <laughs> so that's kind of part of my opinion. But then at the same time, like, Draymond, like, why are you stepping on people? Like, don't step on people. It's so ridiculous. It's such a simple thing to not ask somebody to do. It's like, if he's holding on to your leg, like, I don't know, like, I would expect him to, like, kick him or something, like, like kind of flail his leg a little bit to get free, not, like, step on the guy. So why are you stepping on him? That's just not respectful <laughs> at all. And, I mean, definitely deserving of a flagrant, too, I think, because obviously it was on purpose. Obviously, he could have gone any other direction. Um does he deserve to get suspended for it? I think that'd be kind of soft. Like I, I don't, I don't think it was anything like ridiculous enough to honestly. If nobody talked about it today, um, and then we had gone through the games tonight, I probably would have forgotten about it. Like it, it wouldn't have really like come across. But like the, the fact that everybody's <laughs> playing it up is like so ridiculous. I just saw the clip again right now. Come on, bro. What is he doing, bro? Bro, isn't it like and then he lifts his foot up like real animated like that? It was kind of like, like he WWE does this. He moment. literally look. At first, I was kind of leaning towards maybe he shouldn't get suspended because yeah, what's it uh Sabonis is holding his ankle, but now watching it over and over again, really in depth. I you got to suspend this man, bro. He can't keep doing this. Look, I mean, what are you talking about? He can't keep doing this. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? He can't keep doing this. He's always doing some BS like this, dude. Like, bro, all right, Sabonis let go of the ankle and he goes, replants not just that foot, both of his feet, and then jump off, do a jump off of his body. I'm essentially. It so I can be. I can understand what you. Okay, yeah, like he does, like push fully off of him. Which is like, <laughs> like, why do you like, do that? 
<laughs> like it wasn't even like a yeah i stepped on you but you grabbed my ankle that was like a you grabbed like, my ankle and i just like decided all right you're a trampoline you're a human trampoline all right he's like he stepped on it and then he kind of regathered his left foot and was like all right i'm jumping on you now i'm jumping off of you now i just i think it's like silly like And honestly, it's it's Sabonis really all around. Like watching what Sabonis do with the fall. I mean, he's like covering his face, but actually like wrapping his arms around. It's just silly, like all around. I mean, if if I'm being like street wise about it, like I just think, dude, like you wrap your legs around somebody after falling like that, and you get stomped on. Like again, like you kind of just deserve it. Like what are you doing? Like laying on the ground, grabbing people's ankles. Like why are you doing that? It's not, it's not cool. But at the same time, Draymond, you literally like jumped off of this man. Why would you do that? <laughs> the thing is, I look at it and to me, it's a double, it's a double step, double stomp, essentially. Cause yeah, the first stomp, right as he's going for the first stomp, like if that would have been it, okay. Cause after that first that initial stomp, Sabonis lets go. Like it's gone. But then he decides, oh, nah, I'm gonna like kind of replant my left foot too and we're jumping off of him and i don't know that's the way i see it and it's just honestly in a way know, too like in a way he, too it's just like why does draymond put himself even put himself in this position because it's already like really that's the thing though is he's like so i think it's like when you if you watch him from this clip i'm watching like the way that sabonis falls he then grabs his ankle like Draymond is just standing there like he's not really doing anything. And then Sabonis grabs his ankle. So he steps like over, like tries to step over him. And Sabonis like still holding on as he's trying to like take his step. And so I, it's like the way that Draymond like acted in the moment is wrong. But like I'm not going to suspend. I'm not going to give him the like the the suspension based on like just watching this scenario because like i mean sure he stepped on it but if you watch it it's like it's kind of ridiculous like he was just trying to like step over him or get around him or like because steph had just gotten the rebound and they're about to make the fast break like he's trying to get down court it's not like he goes out of his way and he's standing there and like sabonis grabs his ankle and draymond's just standing there after sabonis falls onto him like it's not there's nothing malicious to start it. It's just like he makes that choice to like step on him. And uh, honestly, that's looking my at it. Opinion. Looking at it too, if you look at like looking at like not just the like how the play, how Sabonis fell and whatnot. I mean, the grabbing of the ankle. It's a little. It, when people say gr- he grabbed his ankle, I think it's a little. That's a little. Um, I mean, we just—I don't think—I don't think it's correct because he falls, he falls down, and like he kind of has his arms going like wrapped a certain way, and I feel like Draymond just has a—he has a big foot, I guess. I'm assuming he has a big foot. He's an NBA. That's your defense. (laughs) He has—he's an NBA player, so he tried to. That's your defense. Is he has a big foot? Really? That's what you decided to choose. Is that? But like his his his. Foot, he tried to pull his foot out, got caught in his arms as oh. soon as, and then just immediately went for, like, all right, I'm gonna step on you, fool. And 
that was all said and done. I it's a little dude. That's silly. Like, come on, it's a big foot. But the the when people say, "Oh, he grabbed his ankle," he didn't grab his ankle, bro. No, he didn't. Very, he didn't, he didn't take the ankle and put his hands no, around okay. his he, ankle. He didn't, but he did it. And like, watch him, dude. When he falls, like he didn't again. Not go after him, like maliciously, so to speak. But you cannot tell me when this man falls that he doesn't like wrap his elbow around Draymond's heel. Like you can't tell me he doesn't do that. Like sort of like locking maneuver right there. Like, come on, dude. Like, he even puts his hand on his own forearm to, like, lock it down. Like, obviously, he's trying to fuck with him. I'm not saying, like, he's trying to hurt him or anything. I'm just saying, like, this is in the game. Like, you're trying to fuck with each other. I, I don't even think he knows who that who who he fell on. I mean, I don't, think, look, he's, he's, I don't he's, think he does either. I don't think he does either. But I'm still saying, like, you're not you can't tell me he doesn't know that he's grabbing an ankle. Well, like what you, I what what I think he was trying to do is I think he was trying to sell that he got fouled because Clay Clay hit him with a with yeah, a nice old good old strong yeah. strong box out. Yeah, so he flipped and he was trying to sell like oh oh, and that's why you know you see the hand like I I I feel that I feel like that's what happened because you see the hands going toward his face like oh 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 he hurt me a ref foul he hurt me. But yeah. in doing that, he ended up wrapping it around Draymond's no, I, Draymond's I mean, foot, and then I don't think, yeah, I don't he got think stomped he knew on. It was Draymond, I don't think he was like out. I don't think either of them were out to get each other. I think it's like truly like a bang bang play. And oh, I think Draymond was really. I think Draymond was. I think if it wasn't Sabonis, uh, I, I think if it wasn't Sabonis, there's a slight chance this doesn't happen. I I don't know, man. Like, because him and Sabonis. I mean, you gotta think about it. They're matched up. They've been going. No, at it. I, I mean, even in game at the end of game one, on one of those like <laughs> going down court, like I just see Draymond just falling over on freaking Sabonis. Like, <laughs> no, I I got you. Yeah, no, I I saw those clips. I just I can't believe that if somebody else grabbed Draymond's ankle he wouldn't do something at least similar to this. Like regardless if he'd stomp on him, like, I mean like something similar because he's grabbing his ankle again. Like that's my opinion. Whether he, whether he's just, he's hilarious to me. So like the way he just jumps off, the way he jumps off, bro. Like that's how, you know, it wasn't like, Cause if it was like a stomp in which, you know, if somebody grabbed your foot as you're walking and you didn't know, they grabbed your foot mid walk. Yes, you your initial instinct is the stomp. <laughs> so if you, but he like stomped, he got it. He felt his foot get caught, went down with it so he could plant his foot, and then like did this like just this jump of like. <laughs> So silly. He's he's a silly player, but Sacramento's of uh, Sacramento is up 2-0 and I heard a stat earlier that teams that go up 2-0 have a really high possibility of winning the series. So, mm. and people are already starting to pick Sacramento. I'm not going to pick well, Sacramento. I'm going to ride with the the Warriors. <laughs> I mean, they I, are the I, Warriors. I think it's going to go to 7. I don't think first of all, I expect Golden State to go home two games tied up 2-2. Yeah. Going to state, 
the whole season has been atrocious on the road. Absolutely yeah, atrocious. Terrible. So it really doesn't surprise me they go down 0-2. Um, the thing is, Game 7 will be in Sacramento. So will they be able to get over that hump? I don't know. Even if they do, they're, whoever they face in the next round, they're screwed because they're going to be a much better team. Um, that can that all they would have to do is win one road game in Golden State. They will probably do that. So yeah, I mean, uh, it, this series still up in the air. I hope the Kings win just for you know sake of a of a new new era. I guess new new sake blood. Of a new era, he says. New blood. New and I hate Golden State, but that's here nor there. Um, this is not. There's no bias put into this podcast. Um. Either way, I think uh, I think Golden State will come out victorious somehow, some way. They, I mean, they just do. I mean, Steph is Steph. There's a interesting debate I actually heard on. Uh, I think it was Greeny actually of all people brought up that. He wrote that new book. Um, if Steph wins this year, he wins another one. That would make Steph having five championships, I believe. And so the question would be, is this a Steph Curry era instead of LeBron James era just because of how many times he's won in the greatest, you know, three-point shoot, yada, yada, yada. It's an interesting, like, tidbit if you if you haven't looked up that theory. Um but yeah, man, I've I've enjoyed the playoffs so far. I uh, I've watched as much as I can, um, and I have become kind of a Lakers sort of fan. I guess this past year, it's not really been like a fan. If that fan's not the right word, but it's more just uh, like I've been a viewer, like a Lakers viewer. Like I've watched a lot of their games, and I've enjoyed watching LeBron and. So I have been watching the Me- the Memphis series with LeBron and uh, LeBron and how the about, Lakers. How, and what do you, what do you think? How about uh, AR fifteen and Rui Hachimura, bro? That game was crazy. Bro, how about it? I <laughs> at a certain point in the fourth quarter, I was like, bro, LeBron James, AD, get the hell out of the way. Just let. Austin Reeves and Hachimura, Rui Hachimura run a two-man game. They could run the pick and roll. Like, let them go pick and pop, whatever. Let them do whatever they want, bro. Once uh, the it all started with uh, when um, Austin Reeves drove down the baseline, did the behind the bat to Rui Hachimura yeah. for that three. I was just like, man. I knew, I knew Rui was already on by that point. He had been hitting these. He had like hit this mid range turnaround LeBron esque shot, and I was just like, "Who is this man? And what has he done to Rui Achimura? Because this is not this is not Rui Achimura, bro." And when Austin Reeves made that pass, I was just like, "Oh, it's Rui! It's going in, bro! It's highlight reel! It's going in! Just none but net swish." Yeah, it, it was crazy question you posed was if they if they can win though if AR15 and Rui can win uh with a Memphis Grizzly less John Moran <laughs> a job 
John Morantless Grizzlies. Grizzlies. John Morantless yeah. Grizzlies. <laughs> yeah. That was that was, that made yeah. my brain hurt. Can they win though with John Morant? Like can can the Memphis can Memphis pull through them I and mean, they're Bro, if AR fifteen is gonna be on like this, I know Rui Achimura is about to stink up the cup next game. He's gonna I think Wednesday, they play Wednesday. They do. They just gonna stink that shit up. I already know he's gonna go one for eleven. <laughs> Five turnovers. Five yeah. three 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 dumb fouls. I already know the stat. I already seen the script, but I already know. But AR fifteen, um, dude, in that fourth quarter, he literally couldn't miss. Man, I, I've never, I've never seen something like that from a non superstar. Just this, this white dude that like nobody really kind of paid attention to is just in the fourth quarter taking over against the Memphis Memphis Grizzlies, and they can't stop him. Um. That's scary because um, what about when, I don't know, AD decides to actually, you know, turn it up a little bit? Oh, what about if LeBron decides to actually kind of play? Because I felt like that game one, dude, he was like, (laughs) he was just jacking up those threes and, you know, he just, if he needed to do a chase down block here and there, he he would do it. But I felt like, it's weird because you look at the stats and you think, oh, LeBron had, did pretty well. But if actually watching the game, I'm just like, LeBron, you didn't do anything. Literally nothing. Especially by your standards. By LeBron's standards. You didn't do anything. Um, so that's scary to think. Jaw's going to be out. I'm pretty sure he's going to be out the next game. Um, how long how much longer after that who knows even then how how healthy is he going to be it's a shooting hand you know is he even going to be able to get buckets like that um yeah dude all these lakers, questions and more lakers in three lakers in three okay yeah i i don't have much more to add to that honestly i I agree. If AR-15 and Rui can keep it up, then, I mean, Lakers are a force to be reckoned with. I'm just hoping for the second-round matchup of the Warriors-Lakers. I think that would be fun. Um, That's not happening. I'm a a Grizzlies fan um, from last year, I would say. Not this year. From last year, I was a Grizzlies (laughs) fan. That was my team last year to watch a lot. I did not watch any of them this year. So... Kind of like a uh, like an ex girlfriend, I guess, in a way. <laughs> uh, that that so, X, that's that X that you don't really. Yeah. Have. So the Lakers, I'm I'm picking the Lakers. Going Lakers. Um. Yeah, dude. About, uh, uh, I think okay, so. let me ask you. Let me ask you this, because this is something else that's been going around the association. That's a that's that's a bigger deal or big topic of conversation. So, I. Trying to pull it up, but oh, my mouse died. So my question was going to be, although Russ, when I think it was three for 19, that's what I was trying to confirm. Do you know what it was? It was like three for 18, three for 19, something like no that. No way, dude. My my mouse died too. No, I'm kidding. No, seriously, like mine actually died. I know. I was just, um, just joshing. So 
like despite that they still won the game and there's all these defensive advanced metrics or advanced statistics that are coming out that he yes, had Russell Russell Westbrook 36 minutes 3 for 19 from 3 the for field. 19 so like there's all these advanced metrics coming out about his defensive efficiency in the last quarter last 10 minutes last 5 minutes that kind of thing and how he essentially like carried the team to victory on the defensive end so my question to you is like if Russell Westbrook continues to brick 16 out of 19 shots but he's a defensive monster because of his just overall effort like do we still give him credit for being like a quote great player or is the 16 missed shots like is that too much what do you think about that uh ultimately it would be too much cuz that's just ultimately you win the games by putting the basket in the hoop and it, by putting the ball in the they hoop. they kind of did i say basket in the hoop basket oh in my the hoop. god <laughs> the ball in the hoop um that's the way to get to you know to win the game um Kawhi Leonard valiant performance 38 points um but that's not going to happen every game and but you know who could probably put 38 points up every game if he really really tries to Kevin Durant easy 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 money uh it looked yeah, like Kevin, Kevin Katie's going to drop like 40 this next game. I mean, maybe he might even go for a 50 piece. From what it looks like, just I, I didn't watch the whole game. I watched pieces um, from the stats. Uh, the Phoenix bench really let them down uh, is what ultimately caused them to lose game one. Because, uh, I mean, you just can't have this bench play. This is ridiculous this is zero zero two points four points four points four points in 24 minutes like yeah no i'm I'm with you i just want to point that out because i mean we are uh sports podcast and we're we're analytics we are analytics podcast yeah we are an analytics podcast as well very well read um yeah nuggets absolutely crushed the timberwolves by 29 that was hilarious. I'm loving seeing this Rudy Gobert developing uh, situation. Do you remember when we first reacted to all of what uh, Utah got the trade? From the Timberwolves, the trade, dude. Do you remember I, that? It was like five first round picks or something. I remember there being some great headlines, and you were like, let's start it with Rudy Gobert, dude. And I'm like, dude. Don't tell me you're starting my podcast. Bro, but this is literally why with, we started with it that one time because I knew it was going to reach a point where, yeah, okay. So Rudy was sent to the Timberwolves for Malik Beasley, Patrick Beverly, two other, three other players, including Jared Vanderbilt, to the Jazz, along with four first-round picks and a pick swap, all for Rudy Gobert. That's the reason I brought it up is because literally – there's a statistic from this year that they played better without him and they gave up so much of their franchise. It feels like for him. And now they get crushed by 29 in the playoffs. And I don't even think he's playing. I'm not even sure if he was. I mean, I just think the, the only time yeah, he's, he's in this league, 
in this league, the only time the two big men have ever worked was when before the torn Achilles, uh, Boogie and AD. And that's because Boogie and AD are very one of a kind. They're very versatile big men. Um, Rudy Gobert, not that versatile, bro. He he's gonna he's big and lengthy and he's gonna clog up the paint, but that's really all he does. That's all he can do. Um nothing more, nothing less. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Again, just wanted to point that out. Twenty nine point loss, that's not pretty for the Timberwolves, especially after mortgaging their entire future for Rudy Gobert, who is now suspended for fighting one of the players on the bench. Nice job. Um <laughs> 76ers are up 2-0. That's nice. What else? Well, I wanted to talk about um, speaking of mortgaging futures. Oh, oh, okay. You're Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, here we go. Signed Jalen Hurts. Yeah. To a jaw-dropping extension that I was not expecting at all. Okay. Five years. Two hundred fifty-five million, one hundred seventy-nine million guaranteed, and no trade clause. For the two fans that struggle with math, as we do, five years, two hundred fifty-five million. That's fifty-one million dollars a year. Fifty-one, five-one. Broke the fifty mark. Is Jalen Hurts worth this contract? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, dude. That boy He's 24. Really, he really sat here. <laughs> you, y'all? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, he's uh he's 24, man. A five-year deal puts him at 29. I mean, he just went to the Super Bowl. He was in the MVP race before he got injured and had to take time off. I mean, he was he was literally going to win the, the MVP, I believe. Um and yeah, we had a fantastic team around him, and I don't. I'll never discredit that. You, I, I don't believe in discrediting the team for the sake of the player, um, but I think it says something if like he fits this well in the system, he works this well with the team, and you've seen these results already. Like, yeah, sign him. Especially like if you know you're going to sign him. Like, think about it. This is kind of like right now. What's so interesting to me is the the way the contracts are falling. I don't have like an in depth knowledge of NFL contracts. But like watching this dynamic play out has taught me a lot. And in regards to like Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, and Jalen Hurts, like my understanding is, is you want to be the first one to pull the trigger because the last one is definitely going to be paying more than the first one. So, I mean, I really think he's worth the money, but also I think it's smart because if you want to lock him down, like you're seeing what happens with Lamar Jackson, like, having a quarterback that's not happy and not feeling valued and things like that. You want to lock him down. He fits well with the system. You've seen results. I mean, he's, he's got the work ethic clearly and he's 24. I think it's a great deal. Like I, I love it. You know, he's, he is a franchise quarterback. Not you. The, the thing that I hate that is, and I haven't seen it, but I bet it's out there is like, Oh, he's not Patrick Mahomes or, Oh, he's not this, or he's not like, not everybody's Patrick Mahomes. Like, Think about how many, like before Patrick Mahomes, was there a Patrick Mahomes? Probably not. I mean, if there was, then, I mean, we can throw out one or two names over the history of the NFL, but like to now all of a sudden not pay somebody, you know, the market value of their worth 
because they're not quote Patrick Mahomes or they're not that quality quarterback or this or that. This thing is silly. Like he's had great results. I love the way he plays. I mean, he works well with the team and yeah, he's worth the money. So yeah, I like it. You like that? <laughs> Man. I, I think like it's Jaylen, a really I, point with those four quarterbacks. I think that's like the strongest point is that like you want to be the first, not the last. Well, with this kind of money that's being coughed up, I'm almost certain this they won't be. Jalen Hurts will probably out of the quarterbacks you named Joe Burrow. What was the other one? Uh, uh, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. Let's throw in Lamar Jackson for. Just because we know he's in his little thing he's going on, contract thing going. Quarter, they were the four premier quarterbacks looking for contracts. They're not Derek Jay, Carr. Jalen Hurts. First of all, I want to answer the question by yes, sure. the Eagles overpaid for him. Um, I think yes, he deserved to get paid, like paid, paid. But I mean, fifty-one million dollars a year paid almost made me throw up. Um, and out of all those quarterbacks, I mean, you have a point when you want to be first. But they were first, and they came out way too high. Um, there's no way. I don't think Joe Burrow is taking $51 million a year on his okay. extension. I don't think so. For sure, so, Justin Herbert is definitely not getting $51 million let me, a year. Let me ask you this then. Is there not a culture of like inflated quarterback value right now? Is that not the culture the NFL is in? Is inflating the value of the quarterback? Like we stress so much about you have to have this integral piece. Like look at Zach Wilson. Dude. Zach Wilson was what a top four, top five pick last year. And now nobody talks about him. He's not going to be anywhere because he had his opportunity. But that position is so valued that you have to find the perfect piece. So like in this culture, this is, and I think this is something that also Greeny brought up is like in this culture, like you, I can't be upset at him getting 51 million because Joe will go get 55 and Justin will get 60. And it was just, cause that's the culture we're, we're in is like inflating the value of these position or of this position, the quarterback position. So I can't be upset if you're upset. At like the fact that he's now number one, I get it. But if you're going to say like, 51 million i'm just gonna call that silly because like that's the culture right now is to overpay like everybody's well, overpaid man well I'm, I'm just looking at what look at russell wilson I, I, okay <laughs> yes i mean we we've been knowing he was overpaid like um, but that's my point is like i mean geno smith i mean come on i mean a smith lot of these a lot of I these mean, quarterbacks sure like i want them to get their money but you also have to understand like we're in that that culture right now of like overpay the fuck out of them and I love that for them. I love that. But I'm not going to criticize if somebody gets 51 instead of 45. Like, I think that's silly. Well, I mean, I'm looking at a list of the highest paid. Uh, Jalen Hurts, number one now with 51. Okay, million. Dak is another one also. Like Aaron Rodgers, 50 million. Aaron Rodgers, well-deserved. Uh, Russell Wilson, 48.5. I think the thing that makes Russell Wilson... His even more like shitty was the fact he wasn't just signed, he was traded for. So not only did you pay him, not only are you paying him $48.5 million a year, you gave up all these draft picks, first rounds, and whatnot just to be Look, sorry. 
I mean, we could, we could go all the way down this list and like pick apart. I mean, I'm looking at Deshaun Watson, 46 million, which everybody's talking about. I mean, Deshaun Watson hasn't had a good season since 2020. I mean, literally. So, I mean, he but didn't it's play the Browns. Well. So, I, 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 okay, that's still three years. I think we talked about this with Tyler. Like with three years, it's still three years of aging. Your body getting like everything, like all. It's still three years. So. See, I believe Jalen Hurts belongs in this no higher than, hmm, I think, in this 40, 40 to 45 range. You remember when Mahomes got paid? You remember that? And he got Maybe 500 mil? Look, man. Your guy's getting overpaid. Your guy is now officially overpaid. Like, it is what it is. He is not worth 51 million. And. Honestly, he's probably going to end up the highest paid out of Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, no. Lamar Jackson. No. I'm pretty – who no. – You're telling is, me since he's not going to pay Joe? Nope. Bro. Not, not that they're not going to pay him, but Joe's not dumb. He knows Jamar Chase has to get paid. He knows – and that, that's, just, that's just how Joe Burr – I can imagine Joe Burr saying like, just give me 45 mil. I'm good. Give the rest to uh, to Jamar, bro. Uh, that's and, not your argument is that like Jalen's selfish. It's like, bro, get your money. No, it's not that he's selfish. I mean, he just doesn't have anybody that kind of like Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow came in together. So it's like they're they're bros. Devontae's- uh, Devontae Smith ain't getting that paper paper. Like he's okay. he's gonna get like a nice little extension, but he ain't Jamar Chase number one wide receiver in the NFL kind of kind of thing okay. going on. All right. Um but, but all right, all right, all right. Let's just say this. At least go down just, this list. Pick apart just, at least, look, it, it doesn't Stafford. even matter. Matthew Stafford's overpaid. Matthew Stafford's getting 40 mil. He actually won, he actually won the Super Bowl. Mil. Daniel Jones is overpaid as well. Like they're all overpaid. But it doesn't matter because it's the it's the culture, dude. Like they're gonna. No, we're we're, we're we're talking about Jalen Hurts. Stop deflecting. I don't care if Kyler Murray is overpaid. That's not the point. We know he's overpaid. Just like we know Jalen Hurts is, that, is overpaid. If, if Russell Wilson didn't get forty eight, Aaron Rodgers wouldn't have gotten. How 50. are you not concerned as an Eagles fan? How are you not concerned? Your quarterback he's is taking up the Super Bowl. Why? Would yes, you're concerned? not going back now. <laughs> Why? Why are because we not? now you don't you don't have any money for the rest of the team. <laughs> Look, like I said at the very beginning of this, I'm not an expert in contracts. I don't understand them, but trust me, I know Roseman. He's got he's got a brain on that. That man got a brain on him. He knows what he's doing. He'll figure it out. I trust I trust that man and Sirianni, bro. They they got it. They're gonna be all right. I'm not I'm not gonna question it. They pay the man what he's worth, even if he is overpaid. And there's gonna be haters like you that are out there saying the he's thing not. Is, worth he it. just had his MVP season, and I still don't think. I mean, not saying that he's. You're just worth, such a hater, dude. You. I'm not. I'm just calling it. I'm calling it like I see it, bro. He is not worth 51 million, bro. You. You've hated them since we watched that Super Bowl together, and I told you I picked him. You're like, well, my mom picks the picked the Eagles, and she always picked wrong, and that was the one time she was right, and you have hated them ever since. Bro, I don't you care about the Eagles, bro. They have yes, been irrelevant. They have been irrelevant. I mean, we were just in the Super Bowl. What do you mean irrelevant? Up until this year, they were irrelevant. 
up until this year. Yep, they were irrelevant. No one cared about the Eagles. How many NFC least? We won a Super Bowl though, like half a decade ago. Yeah, and ever since then, y'all went what down the drain. Then? That was four. You paid. Five years you paid ago. Carson Wentz, and it all went downhill from there. And you don't seem to learn your lesson. You pay now. You're paying Jalen Hurts just record amounts of money thinking that oh you got to get out first you got to get out first because oh yeah joe burrow and justin herbert they're gonna get paid so much they're not stupid they're actually well-ran organizations and they're not gonna put 50 plus million into one guy you're a hater you're gonna hater raid I'm not, I'm not hating. I'm just calling it like I see it, man. Bro, hating. What you doing? I think you're just you're too that. you're you're too lost in the sauce, bro. You're in that eagle sauce so hard that Philly cheesesteak sauce. sauce, bro. That hurt sauce hits different. Like he is no, no, no. Like I would even question if Joe Burrow was even worth that money. Stop. I would question it a little bit. You're lying. I would, I would like be like, you'd never question Joey B. You'd never question Joey B. I don't question Joey B, but still, I'm just like, "Eh," because, but the thing is, I know he's not going to go up over 51 million. I do want people to get their money. And why are you hating if they get an extra like 6 million a year? Oh my God. Please spare me 40 million to 51 million. Oh, don't you want them to get their money? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That 11, that 11 millions really makes a difference. Oh yeah, it does make a difference. I'll tell you that much. It's eleven million, bro. You're just a hater. I'm not. I'm. I'm just telling you, bro. I'm telling you. Don't be bro, surprised. You can't retain. You can't. You can't retain people on your team. Your team kind of becomes mid. Jalen hurts. You know, doesn't perform as well. You know, it. I've just. We've seen it too, dude. It's oh, history, bro. Why do we study that. history? Because history repeats itself. And we've seen this many, many so, times. Like, the fact that this has happened and history repeats itself, and like this was not going to be something that happened this offseason. This was going to happen next offseason. My understanding was this signing. Like this was they jumped the gun on this. So it's my understanding then the the professionals, Howie Roseman and all them boys in there in the GM office, they they see history repeating itself and they decide, yeah, we're gonna pay our quarterback early. Because we just went to the Super Bowl, but we're ready for our team to decay over the course of this season and future seasons. So we're going to pay him early rather than, hey, we still have him on the cheap deal for next year. Let's try it again. No, no, no. We're going to pay him early because we want our team to decay. That, just so I get that right. Like, just just so I make sure that because they didn't I don't have know why to. You, I, I, don't, I don't know why you're saying professionals as in like. <laughs> every NFL, any like every NFL office. It. I think if you get paid to do it and you have a contract you sign to work, I think you're a professional. I mean, I mean, do they know what they're doing? I mean, does the Cardinals GM probably he's jobless now? Ain't no, professional because now. he's charging everybody for lunch. <laughs> the Cardinals GM does not know what he's doing. <laughs> I mean, you have to pay for lunch if you were if you play for the Cardinals. The it, would you consider Jerry Jones a professional? Because. Uh, when I'm I consider Jerry Jones a professional, absolutely. Most professional human being on the planet. Oh, look at 19 right here. Joe Burrow, $9 million a year. His little little $9 million. Trevor Lawrence, too. He'll be, I'm pretty sure Trevor Lawrence is due up. up. Is due up, too. 
He's gonna um, get sixty five million. See, he needs to. <laughs> I think Jalen Hurst needs to be around here in the in the thirty million, twenty nine million. 25. Geno Smith, 25. I think he gets like a little bit more than Geno Smith, but less than Ryan Tannehill at 29 and a half. That's a sw- that's a sweet spot right there. You're saying Jalen deserves 29 and a half <laughs> instead of 51? That Look, means man, that agent he works with, what's her name? I think Ashlyn. Ashlyn is her name. She's kicking ass, if that's what that means. That he got 20 million more than you value him. A year. I, I, all I'm saying is he still, even though the Eagles are first to do this, to come out and sign Hurts, they're still going to be paying more than whenever Joe Burrows comes out, whenever Justin Herberts comes out. I guess let's just throw Trevor Lawrence. We'll, have to, we'll just have to, we'll let, just have to remember just, this. We'll let's just, just throw in this. Trevor Lawrence uh, for – Pizza when Joe Burrow signs his record deal, we'll just remember this. Now we'll Lamar Jackson, the, Lamar Jackson is gonna look at that and be like, "Look, exactly that brother just got fifty-one million. Exactly now Lamar Jackson's gonna be the one be like, "Hey, y'all don't even want to give me like 30. <laughs> no, it was that tweet that went out that he so Jalen got hundred seventy-one guaranteed, and there was that tweet that went out. I don't know if it's true or not. That uh, Lamar got offered two hundred million guaranteed, and he turned it down. So, wow, what a team! And they were going through on Pat's show, Pat McAfee's show earlier, that like all the breakdown with Ian Rappaport. I was listening to it, like I paused and listened to it because I was really interested. Because um, I like the contracts; I think the contracts are cool. Yeah. Um, and he was talking about like comparable, like, like when they went through what was supposedly offered to Lamar from Ian's source, which was apparently a very good source. And they compared it to Jalen's contract. Like he got more guaranteed Lamar did. And like the way it broke down year over year, it was like, he was getting essentially like very similar money, like very, very similar like structure um, to what this Jalen hurts offer was. And so like they were both sitting there and they're like, I don't really know like what he wants. And then they started posing the idea of like, what if we're all taking Lamar's side, but like the Ravens have offered him, you know, 200 million guaranteed, which is like a lot of fucking money. Like that's a lot of money guaranteed. And like, he's just like, no about it. He wants it fully guaranteed. And he's, you know what I mean? Like what if it's the other side where they're, they're trying to like work out a deal, but like Lamar's just not. And they posed that idea out there. I thought it was interesting. I, I started to think about it and, you know, I don't, I don't think, I think it's kind of both sides. I think this is essentially why when I was coming out of college, I wanted to be an agent and I worked with that agency. Like, this is why you have agents. <laughs> like, this is why you pay them for these types of situations that like players not getting what they want. The team's not getting what they want. So you need to have a third party. But that was an interesting tidbit about Jalen's contract. Very interesting. Well, uh, Got anything else? You no, dude. That's 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 everything I got. It's everything I got too. Very nice. We're in the heat of playoff season, and playoff husband has come out. Playoff. P. Head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, two fans. You want to find us at Slice Devils Pod at Slice Devils Podcast every Tuesday and Thursday.
find David and I here at Cowboy Canela at Alex Declare, and uh, we will see you next time.